Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And, uh, you know, we got some good news coming your way for NBA-wise. But first thing I want to say is this. Uh, If the Lakers don't win this game against the Suns, I don't know what game they're going to win. Because this game is going to the fourth quarter. And the Lakers have been dominant. Okay, AD is at twenty and eight. LeBron is eighteen and seven assists. Andre Drummond is at thirteen and twelve. Dennis Schroeder's got twenty-two. This is about as good as the Lakers have looked in a month. I mean, they look like they're in sync. Their chemistry is there. Everything is great. Meanwhile, for the Suns, Chris Paul has barely played. He's not effective. Clearly, he's still suffering from the shoulder injury. He's not the same guy. You're talking about the second-best player on the team, an MVP candidate who clearly isn't himself and has only played 20 minutes tonight. 
and somehow the Suns are only down seven. Yep. I mean, that's a that this is like, hey, as good as it is for the Lakers, man, if you don't win this game, I mean, I, I don't know what game you're going to win. Oh, yeah, I mean, burn it down if they lose this one. Are you kidding I mean, me? I it, it's, it, it's insane. It was a 10-point lead, and Cameron Johnson hits a three at the end of the third quarter to make it 79-72, and suddenly the Suns have life, and this is this it's like a found money game for Phoenix where, listen, things aren't going our way. We won the first game. It's probably going to be a long series. You know, why the hell not? Let's just go for it. And really, it's, it's one of those games where you see one team so dominant, and you go, how the hell are the Suns seven mm-hmm. points down? I mean, if, if you watch this game without the score, and, and you didn't, and, they, and the announcers didn't say anything, and you watch the first three quarters being announced the way it was and everything else, and all every time you heard Marv Albert doing the game, he's yelling, yes, 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 and the facial and the foul. If just say you were watching Marv just say yes the entire time, right? You would think you're going to the fourth quarter, the Lakers are up by 20. But they're not. I mean, this is a dangerous game. If they don't yeah. win this game, I don't know another game they can beat the Suns. And if you do that supercut, I'll just assume he's having a really, really good time. And we'll leave that joke there. <laughs> 79-72, Davis, 20 points, 9 of 11 from the foul line. Uh, Schroeder, the leader, though, with his 22. And, that, and that's the big one, getting him back in the mix. Uh, and he had an explosive quarter and a half. Uh, not much from the bench, only six points uh, thus far from three-point range. They're, as a team, just 7 of 24. That's one of the things you you hang a star on that's allowing the the Suns to hang around. Uh, but they're only 5 of 17 themselves, percentage-wise, just about the same. Uh, but rebounding, not too big an edge. It's, it's really just the curiosity because the style points certainly go to the Lakers, right? The number of thunder dunks and big breakouts that you've seen. But letting them hang around, uh, dangerous business. And for us, look, it's great theater and as the lone guy that didn't pick a los angeles team in the fox sports radio host bracketology uh <laughs> to go to the western conference finals uh i i chuckle because everybody told me how dumb i was and yet i uh, watched these both teams struggling <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's the you know that's the other part of it as, as we're getting and now the suns get a get a three to open the third quarter they're now down 79 75 I, I mean it this is like white knuckle time for the lakers meanwhile the clippers eight and a half to go in the third quarter 78 77 clippers with the lead there's been no defense in this game Kawhi no. could score 60 because he had 30 at halftime uh, but really we kind of see i i i, I I do pretty good math. He came right, right back to it. I don't know. His like, pace has slowed down, though. Although I'm, I'm getting kind of hot, though, with math, because today in the car, uh, Zoe was trying to do a couple of assignments, uh, you know, trying to finish the a car. couple of problems. Yeah, because we allowed her to say, hey, you're almost done. And we were like, yeah, because we had to go. We were doing something with my dad, and we, we, we kind of had to go. So I said, hey, can you finish, you know, the last couple of things in the car? And she goes, yeah, sure, no problem. So she brings her laptop into the car, and it, it's fine. And she's doing it, and she goes, dad, I got a question about, about this math. I go, okay. She goes, I got a question about this. And it was, it was something with variables and 3X plus X and how it equals things, and and I go, well, remember, X is 1X. She goes, oh, Dad, that's right. Wow. You know math. And I'm like, yes, I do. And meanwhile, to myself, I said, I'm just lucky I remember X is a variable. You're, you're like, plus don't X. let her listen to seven plus years of archives. <laughs> <laughs> I 
3x plus x, it's like 4x. Oh, right, Dad, right. Yeah, I got that. That's right. That's me, mathematician. That's me. That's what I do. That's, that's what I do. I'm like, I'm like uh, I sit there like uh, I'm Matt Damon in, in, in Goodwill Hunting. I'm just writing things down. Oh, it's going here, then this, and then carry the seven, and here we go. And this is pie, and this is all. I've got it here, got it here. That's that, all that vaguely all reminds me of the brilliance when we were up covering the Super Bowl in San Francisco, and he went to the Gear Deli Chocolate Factory and the rudimentary explanation of how, A, the chocolate got made, and B, mm. how it made it its way into your gut yeah. um, <laughs> might as well have been Homer Simpson the way we did that video but it was very popular with the people that's what I'm sure. how I'm envisioning you explaining math to Zoe <laughs> well I don't explain it she and this is where question. the chocolate comes out and I <laughs> She asked me, I'd either go, oh, you know what? I, I know that, but I think mommy knows it a little bit better. So hang on. Well, she comes in. Pam, come in. Can you come in? Can you think? Yeah, yeah. Joey's got a question. I think this is that. Am I right with that? And she'll explain. I'm like, okay, great. But this is one of those dad. And I'm like, okay, I got to answer this. And she put me on the spot. And I knew. I knew the math. It's there good. you go. I'm good now. Now, I can't do all the common core stuff, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Right? We don't just multiply and divide. I mean, math hasn't changed. I get that certain things change in the world over the last you know, 10 and 20 years, every generation. Math hasn't changed. Why do we have to find out a new way to, to, to add, subtract, and divide, and multiply? The old way worked fine. It's still the same numbers. You're still doing the same thing, same number. Nothing else has changed. There's not a whole new set of numbers. There's not a whole new set of things. No, you did, this way would have worked, but now you do common core words. You multiply here, and this row, and then this row, and then this row, and this. then you put the these no. two rows together, and that row goes together, and then that yeah. row goes together. I'm like, what, 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 what are you talking about? What are you? Well, real numbers, imaginary numbers, and the multiverse. I mean, it's really <laughs> changed. <laughs> Uh, but clearly, the one thing I want to get to is we're getting lucky is that this Lakers game, as long as it doesn't go to overtime, is going to end with – about enough time to watch the fourth quarter of Clippers Mavericks, which is look. There's no deal. Like this game's going to be one fifty one forty eight. It's it's highly entertaining, mm. um, and and we're going to get lucky with that because you talk about people that need to be fired, and it's not the guy that came up with the playing tournament for the NBA. It's the guy who said, you know what, Lakers and Clippers are going to play at the exact same time. I, I, who, who, how stupid do you be to kind of come up and say, hey, we're going to put this game here? Especially since in the first round, you are playing with all kinds of different things in which, oh, we're going to have this series take two days off, and this series is going to take one day off. This other series takes two days off. You could have easily figured out how the Lakers and Clippers didn't have to play at the same exact time. The game time was 7 o'clock for the Lakers and 7.30 for the Clippers, and what's helping out is the fact that the big Anthony Davis controversy which we're going to continue to weave in throughout the show, uh, kicking uh, uh, Jay Crowder in the nether regions, uh, stopped the game for a while to start. So it was like, okay, so this game is going to go. So, you know, we had a little bit of that, and luckily we're getting into, okay, it was going to be, now it's going to be both games are coming down to it at the end because it was 0-0 and it was like 7.25 p.m. Uh, and, the late, and the Clippers were starting soon, but uh, at least we have had the Lakers game go faster than the Mavericks and the, and the, and the Clippers, and so we're going to get to see, like, 
likely the fourth quarter of that game. But I don't understand how you wind up putting these games on a half hour. You're talking about the number two market in the country. And it's a really big deal. And it's awful for the Clippers because they have to sit back and be reminded that, hey, as great as you are, as many teams are picking you to win the NBA title, you have stars like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Hey, when it comes down to it, the Lakers are going to be on TNT and you're going to be on NBA TV, which is like one step above being an internet only broadcast. So it's it's a really rough uh, reality uh, sandwich to eat if you are the Clippers. But at the same time, why would you do that? And there's easy ways around that. I don't know how that figured out that way. Big market. Let's uh, screw them over. Um, look, <laughs> okay, I, maybe that's how it was. It, no, it, it's it's just baffling. Some of the decision making coming out of the league office and the processing, right? Because the Dallas and Clippers series started on Saturday. They got the extra day off to put them squarely opposite the Lakers. Are you basically admitting the the fact that outside of a small con- contingent uh, of people here in L.A., nobody cares about the Clippers, so that game gets relegated? You know what? People still care about Luka, right? Whether they're, mm-hmm. you know, just love young players and watching them work. They love to watch a guy whine every time up and down the court. They love... What he what he brings to the table, they're invested in it. NFTs or trading cards or whatever the case may be is, you know, they hate want to hate watch Mark Cuban complaining on the sideline. I don't know. There's lots of reasons that you would watch Dallas uh, as well. You know, another one of those big market teams. Uh, when we talk about L.A., obviously, number two, Dallas, Dallas, not that far removed. Right. So it, it's a curiosity. Tomorrow they'll do a double up on the early matchups, Washington at Philadelphia at four Pacific time. And then you'll have Atlanta and New York that tip off a half hour later, leaving Memphis and Utah all alone. Mm. So, you know, same thing applies. But, you know, wherever you can get the L.A. market solo it's it seems that behooves you when you're trying to grab some sort of ratings and again we've watched what for sports altogether i'm not singling out the nba as as some like to do uh ratings have been tough right they're they're peaks and valleys but we know that the nba last last week look how much we celebrated that play-in game or whatever we're calling it the tournament uh, they got to give it a better name than playing, but th- that got a six. And we yeah. talked to Bernie Fratto on Friday. He said the betting handle was like game one or game two of an NBA Finals event, right? It was a big deal for the league, and all of those play-in games actually did ratings. Now you got to figure out how to keep pushing it and putting the Los Angeles teams opposite one another on the television schedule doesn't seem like that makes a whole lot of sense uh, in trying to build your brand, build momentum as the playoffs go. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. So we'll keep you updated on these games. They're both close. Look, the Mavericks are up seven, six and a half to go in the third quarter. The Lakers are now up two. Uh, Jay Crowder has hit a three. He's going to go to the free throw line for uh, an end one for a four-point play. Uh, So, again, it's going to be pretty hairy down the stretch for both of these games. Meanwhile, earlier tonight in the game, people don't even care about it, right? It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Hey, the Nets, yeah, look. 
yeah, do we have to play the last two games? Well, but think about uh, it. Yesterday, we had we those two play? games that that played. They were both blowouts. What did we talk about? The NFL all night. Yeah. Uh, the Nets beat the Celtics one thirty to one hundred eight, a game that was never close. And the Celtics are completely overmatched. You know, no Jalen Brown, and obviously, look, the Nets' big three. It's not like the big three even had big nights. Like KD had twenty six and eight, so okay. But Kyrie Irving had fifteen. James Harden had twenty. These guys didn't even play more. No one played more than 30 minutes in this game because the Nets had this series well in hand. And look, this would be the one thing I'm going to be right because I said, look, the Nets are going to sweep this. All right. If you're looking for one first round sweep, this is what it is. And uh, look, they may stop it after three games because we may not have to worry about it. But throw the, the damn Nets, towel. The Nets next big game isn't going to be for another round at least. OK, that that that's really the truth about this. This series right now, their big three was going to be enough to trot out and just, you know, send the Celtics home pretty easy. Things won't get interesting for the Nets for a little while, and meaning, you know, a couple more games here. But we've got to watch the other series play out, and we still have other, you know, watching the rest of the East first round. The Knicks series has basically just started. But, man, I told you, it's, this is not the Nets are great, and the Nets are terrific, and look at, no, no, this is the series the Nets were supposed to win like this. This is how it was supposed to go. This is still just the jury is out on the Nets until actually something happens that's a challenge. This is a walkover series for the Nets. Nothing has changed for them. Nothing. The big three. Is, no, no, no. Everything is still the same. We got to wait to see if they're for real. Over-under still uh, not going to get anywhere near 50, but let me tell you, uh, they seem to be having a lot of fun playing. And Blake Griffin remembered that he can still jump. And so everybody's mad at him. Oh, they're mad at him. <laughs> how, do, how do we figure out how to get fraud charges brought up against him <laughs> for what he was doing in Detroit? Like, just calm down. It's, it's not your fault. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Lakers and Suns, 91-90, just under five minutes left to go in this game, so a lot of basketball left. Uh, we'll keep you updated there, and of course, the Clippers and the Mavericks, it is 215 to 214. Sweet. Um, Mavericks have the lead early in the third quarter. Uh, no, it is still a, uh, a hugely entertaining game with not a lot of defense. It's 94-86, Mavs with the lead. Two and a half to go in the third quarter. So we're getting the offense that uh, <laughs> the NBA loves in this game. If they uh, le- but- lose in the first round, does Ty Lue get the same treatment that Doc Rivers did last no, year? See, it's his fault. Was it my fault? Now it's his fault. So if it's my fault, it's got to be his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. So it's not Blake's fault. Blake plays on Brooklyn now. It's not my fault. I'm coaching in the East. No, it's, it. oh, it's Ty's fault. It's, Ty, it's all his fault. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. All right, you got Remember it. Blake? Look at <laughs> He's playing in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, but today was a sea change kind of day with Aaron Rodgers. It was last night Aaron Rodgers went on Kenny Maine's final sports center, and when Kenny Maine said, why do you want to be traded, he talked about how much he loved the players and loved the fans, but – the culture, the personalities, not what he feels it should be in Green Bay, uh, that the philosophy is at issue, and that's what has caused the rift with him. This is something that is not repairable, right? We, we went through this last night. It's not repairable for Aaron Rodgers because this is not where you can get me a left tackle or a couple of wide receivers. This is – it is situational. It, it is organizational. And right, but if it's situational, way- you can fix it. 
Right, but you can't. But but this situation, Why, you how can you not? Because it's not. Because it's not. It's not on the field. This is Aaron right. Rodgers has drawn a line in the sand, saying there. There's no. There's no trust in the. He doesn't trust the organization. He has said through Adam Schefter, uh, I. I can't go back into that locker room. He doesn't. He disagrees with everything that the front office is doing. The only thing that would change that is if the Packers would say, "Okay, Aaron, we're going to fire GM Brian Gutekunst. We're going to fire all those people you don't like. Mark Murphy's gone. Whatever you want." And the Packers came out today, and Mark Murphy went on ESPN and said, we have Gutekunst back. Right? He's not going anywhere. And this is Aaron says what he says. We're moving forward. So Rodgers drew his line in the sand, and now the Packers have drawn their line in the sand. And then probably something they weren't expecting, you saw probably as a result of what happened, the top five wide receivers of the Green Bay Packers, led by Devontae Adams, did not show up for OTAs today. And now this is a case where, yeah, throughout the league, you have players who are coming and not showing up. You know, Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers, uh, the veterans have not shown up. It's, gonna, it's more reps for the younger players and, and learning and, and, and everything that goes on with OTA. So there's a bit of that going on. But I don't think it's any coincidence that here are the wide receivers saying, OK, you know who's back we have? We have Aaron Rodgers back because the Packers know and the wide receivers know if we don't have him, we're not winning anything. And I told you, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers and it's Jordan Love, they could pick first in the NFL draft and then say, hey, great, good luck with Sam Howell or Keaton Slovis because that's what's going to be in, in Green Bay next year because Jordan Love is not the answer. He has not shown that he can be that guy. The fact the Packers wide receivers didn't show up, it's not a coincidence. So now you have Aaron Rodgers drawn his line in the sand and the Packers have drawn their line. So I, I, I don't see how this gets fixed. I don't see how suddenly Aaron Rodgers says, okay, yeah, okay, I made my point. Now I'm going back there. No. I don't see the Packers saying, hey, we understand this now. We're, we're going to talk to Aaron. We're going to listen to him more about the team. No. They are completely at odds. And the only way this ends is with a trade. And I told you last night, they're going to let him sit and wither on the vine and trade him in the middle of training camp, right when it gets to be the last second possible where teams are going to pull out and say, we can't make the trade now because Aaron Rodgers won't get ready for the season. The same thing with Brett Favre. They waited till the third game of preseason to trade Brett Favre because they wanted him to have the least chance to succeed with his new team, and we're going to send you to the Jets. So it's going to be the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, last night, that's how I feel. But now you look at this situation with the wide receivers saying, hey, we're not showing up, and now the Packers have to realize that maybe we got to make this move faster or we're going to lose the team. Because if you're going to have Aaron Rodgers just sit at home and wait to trade him, this is just going to backfire. Because you're going to have the next two and a half months of, is Aaron coming? Is he not? How is Jordan Love? Is he good? Devontae Adams going, I'm going from 100 catches down to 30 this year. I'm not down with that. None of the wide receivers are down with that. You risk losing the team unless you solve this Aaron Rodgers situation quickly. So if I was 90%, 95% last night, the Rodgers trade would happen in August. Now I'm about 50% that it would happen in August, and I'm at 50% where, where just in one day I can look at this and say this could happen right after the beginning of June when it's easier to trade Aaron Rodgers because of his contract being on the roster after June 1st. Clearly, that's no matter what the Packers do, it's easier to trade him after June 1st, so nothing's happening right now. But if you're the Packers, you have to look at, we might have to just solve this. We might have to solve this sooner rather than later because if we don't, who knows what the next few months are going to be. It's not 2008 anymore where we got Aaron Rodgers ready to go. He's our 
guy and Brett Favre, you can do your whole thing here and we're going to wind up trading you. Uh, the Packers don't want to say, hey, we got Jordan Love. We're all good. No, the team knows he's not ready. The fans, everybody knows he's not ready. So they're going to need to make a move and solidify quarterbacking before this gets out of control. And this is why I maintain the team they're going to call is the Raiders because the Raiders are the team that can trade for Aaron Rodgers and they can give up the picks and everything else, but they can give them the quarterback back where it doesn't look like we are punting on the season because clearly the Packers can't look like they're punting on the season. They can't tank and say we're waiting for Sam Howell next year. Right? It's not going to happen. So you get Derek Carr back, who's been a pretty good quarterback. He's going to have a big completion percentage, not going to throw for a ton of yards, but he's going to move the team. The Packers have wanted to make the quarterback position less reliant upon. They want to run the football more. They want to be able to control the ball down the field. Okay, great. And Derek Carr would fit in there. Plus, you allow Jordan Love another year to develop because maybe he needs that. Look, Aaron Rodgers sat for a while. Jordan Love can sit for a while before he turn it over to him. But getting Derek Carr in a trade would really calm everything down, and you're getting an experienced, decent quarterback. So that's why I look at the Raiders or that team that's going to continue to jump up because as much as you want to talk about the Broncos and the and, uh, who else can trade the quarterback back? The Packers are going to really need to navigate 2021. It's only going to be the Raiders. And 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 this now, this could be, I wouldn't be surprised to wake up on June 2nd or June 3rd or June 4th and find out, hey, this deal is going down and we're done and Aaron, you're gone and we have we have Derek Carr and we're ready to go because because clearly you're seeing now, this is not just about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but Mike, this is now about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers front office and now the players are involved, and pretty soon they're going to start choosing sides, and it's going to get really ugly. Well, look, Tyshirt, start my six minutes of rebuttal. Uh, look, when, when we get down to this, the only guy that has any juice in the situation other than Rodgers that sat out is Devontae Adams, right? Because he needs a new contract, too. And he's been one of the guys vocal saying, well, if Aaron ain't here, then uh. so the calmer heads have to prevail uh, in all of this, recognizing that you still have a winning window there in Green Bay and that you're not going to be able to package them together. So if they like playing together. They kind of need to recognize, uh, hey, we, we need another run here if this is going to work. Otherwise, you know, we're going to have to say goodbye for the summer. Uh, all right, for the fall and, and winter and, well, forever, because we're not going to get the team back up again unless wherever Aaron Rodgers was sent, which suddenly had a pile of money, which, let's face it, he goes somewhere unless he's taking a pay cut, which he ain't. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're not going to have a lot of money to go out and find other weapons. I, I think for the thing I took from the the interview yesterday and going back and watching it was he said a lot of nothing a lot of whining about culture and whatever without defining any of it right and that's Kenny Mayne was doing a lighthearted last bit and this was a favor and their buddies and all but the obvious question is well what what changed what's the problem because if you're telling me that the coaches are fine didn't just say flat out Gutenkust I don't like him like he's been around the organization forever Right now he's in the the GM position. And suddenly it's a problem just because he didn't call you about a draft pick. By the way, hey, in about thirty five seconds you're going to hear them say this guy's name. What 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 good does that do? Whatever, keep drinking your wine or tequila or whatever you're having, and, and let the GM GM. And for Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to sit out, he can sit out. That's fine. Wait on it and think about it. But he never categorically ruled out a return to the Packers. I don't care what Schefter's amalgam 
that he admitted was just an amalgam of a bunch of other reports, probably with a little extra from Aaron in there. You really don't think there was Aaron Rodgers on the day of the draft going, hey, if you wanted to say this, nothing new has happened, but I'm just going to tell you, after what's gone on the past few months, I I don't think I can go back in that locker room. No, but the point was that that a lot of it was just the reporting and, and speculation that had already been out there that Schefter just put his name on. He said as much when he joined Dan Patrick on our network. So it's it happened yeah, to be draft day because why it made Schefter the guy for the day. And Aaron Rodgers ruled it, and, and Joe Horn got mad. Remember, he was all mad because J.C. Horn <laughs> didn't get talked about. Oh, enough. that's true. Yes, he was mad about J.C. Horn, yes. So, you know, you go all the way through. Like, I don't, I don't think this is untenable. Like, they may have their dust-ups, and, and this may play out, and it's great theater, and Aaron Rodgers is feeling love. And derision. Like, look, you cut through it. It's like we do it every night. You love us or hate us, just don't go, eh. Because if you hate everything we do, you know what? You're listening for the next, especially if something controversial happens. Right? Yeah, but how, how, how do you think this is? How do you think? I don't I don't get how you think this is still a, a, not an untouchable he's situation. Because he's not throwing passes to Gutenkoost. He's got it a contract. He said matter. he loves the players. He, he loves the coaches. He should have a problem with the coach. If he'd said, I would have taken him more in, uh, being honest if he'd said, hey, LaFleur and I still have some deals to work out, even if it was a joke about the field goal, if he'd mentioned it there. But no, he said he's fine with the coaches. So if he's legitimately I, fine with them, look, he's got no other business. He's extremely upset. He's extremely upset with the organization. All right, oh, if, even come if it's on. not that was, the coach, that was really? such softball. Like he was going, he was, he was right. Poetry. Wait, you really, wait, you really don't think he's pissed off at the Packers? You really think this is all an act? He's he's more pissed off at the Packers than. Then Brooks Kepka is pissed off at Bryson DeChambeau. No, there's That's no chance in hell. He is. No, 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 no. Why is he doing that? Why this narrative then? If he's not so pissed off, he knows he's not going back there. He's pulling a power struggle, and he's not going to win, so we can't go back. He's ne- he can't go back in after this. He's challenged the so Packers just said and said, he's this not is gonna win. what it is. All along, right. he's been saying so he's he was going to win and get so his he's way. Sitting, he's going to sit at home, and then he's going to get traded, and he's going to go somewhere else and play the last four years of his career. Yeah, yeah, as as much as I don't him. want him in the NFC North anymore, I, I hope the Packers just say, you know what, there's a contract. <laughs> you can be unhappy. And they'll say, okay. will just wave at you over here. Look, if you don't want to play, you don't play. Then sit home. He's, but he's, he's not doing them any good if he's sitting at home. But if you trade him for a quarterback and three first-round picks and a second-round pick, well, suddenly you've gotten a lot for him. You'd, no one lets an asset just sit around and do nothing. As much as you want to, you're always going to trade the guy. And look, we watched the, we watched the Cole Carson Palmer situation. Boy, the Bengals tried, but eventually they traded him. They traded him to the Raiders, and he went on to have the rest of his career the way he did. Uh, they're, they're, you know, this may happen. He may say, I'm sitting. They may say, we don't want you around, but eventually they're going to trade him. Because he's worth too much to them. He doesn't do them any good if he's just sitting home. Yeah, I think eventually he sits in the mirror or someone who's smart, say like me, sits down with him and makes him recognize his place in NFL history and how Green Bay is where his best path of winning is. Because if you want to trade him, you know what? The team that's getting him has to trade an awful lot. Because I don't, I don't think any team's trading for him uh, and just trading draft picks. Like, well, you kind of. What else are you going to trade? You'll get a couple of players. But you're gonna you're gonna right, make the trade. You're gonna, gonna probably lose first a, round maybe picks. a top defender. Maybe you're gonna lose another piece uh, of your offense. Hey, we need the you know this left tackle. Whatever the deal becomes, uh, he's probably not going to be left with the you know a full bag of groceries on the other side. Yeah, but not to mention also- if they don't win right away. Now they've given up assets. 
If you go so to it's Denver, foolhardy. It's if you it's, go it's to just if you bad, go to, it's bad business. If well, of course you got to give up something to get him. But if you go to a team like Denver, they get everything you need on offense. Right, they got everything you could possibly need. Except so, they're hey, probably we'll going to have to give some of that back we'll up. We'll trade some first round picks. Sure, we'll trade first I, I, round picks. See, you, all, you keep wanting to go to picks. I tell that's you, what, that's what you your do. Picks. That's your yeah, giving up they, for no, Aaron this is, if Look, if we're going to do a different world, we're doing a different world. I want assets that can play now. Why? Because the division's still winnable if Jordan Love doesn't completely wet the bed. But when you when you make trades in the NFL, you don't trade. No trades are made where it's all players. You How get a it's guy a new world in order, and you don't get roped into the nonsense. You, go, you you get a guy go once in a while. You get a player thrown in. You know, hey, Jabril Preppers got thrown in the Odell Beckham Jr. trade, but you're not getting three or four guys. You're going to get picks and play. That's what all teams want. Do the Packers really want players, or they want draft picks? Well, if they're getting what they're get, getting back to put on the field, we've already got our team ready this year, except for Aaron Rodgers. So now we have to figure out our quarterback situation it will be Derek Carr and maybe Jordan Love whatever they do as long as we have a quarterback our team is figured out and you know what next year when maybe Jordan Love is a little bit more ready or we have another year of Derek Carr in our system or whoever it is we got some bunch of first round picks ready to go man we got a first and a second next year we got a first in a year from then we got another first another year that's what all teams want they all want the draft picks and so that's why that that's how it's going to go the trade is going to be rather easy it's just how many picks is a team going to give up and they'll, they'll wind up with a bidding war and it's going to go it's going to go the way of whatever team decides hey we're going to ante up more and it's great that you have the Broncos and the Raiders in the same division because neither team wants Aaron Rodgers to go to the other and if they had their druthers which the Packers do it's going to be you know what we're sending you to a team in the AFC we're not going to do it in the NFC so don't even think about it we're not, you're not going there we'll send you somewhere in the AFC uh, that's how it's going to oh, go I, f- I forgot his his valuation goes up because he started doing the TB12 method Yes, it does. When you wear that. Because he's going to be 38. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's when you wear the TB12 pajamas, instead of 38, you're 28. It's 10 years come off. I just had to get my uh, derision in. It's 10 years. uh, 10 years come off, man. Look, hey, Tom Brady did the TB12 thing, wore different pajamas, won the Super Bowl. I'm about to wear different pajamas for Zach Wilson. That's we can win the Super Bowl. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. Hey, hey, hey. It's all about the people. (laughs) What a load of nonsense that was. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass, man. Uh, Right now, in Staples... Dallas leads the Clippers 114-109, just under five minutes left to go. The Clippers, my pick to go to the finals, I could be down 0-2, losing the first two at home to the Mavericks. And you know, 93% um, of the time, the team that goes up 2-0 advances. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Saying Kawhi, there's a chance. Kawhi may leave the Clippers after tonight's game. He may just go to the post-game press conference and go, okay, he said it didn't work. I'll see What happened later. to his scoring barrage, buddy? <laughs> it's happening. It's done. Oh, he got tired. He scored 30 in the first half. Yeah, then he kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, but uh, the game of the night, Lakers get back in to their first round series, tying the series with the Suns at one game apiece. Lakers win it 109-102. A huge night. Anthony Davis had 34, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 blocks. It was a big night from LeBron James as well in a support role. He had 23, but AD had the big game. You know, he 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 came out aggressive right away and 
because of this play, we're going to play for you right now. Instead of 34, 10, and 7, AD stat line should have really been 0, 0, and 0 because... After review, the defensive foul on Crowder remains. The ensuing contact by Davis to the groin of Crowder was deemed unnecessary contact, thereby making it a flagrant foul, penalty one. There'll be two free throws for Davis and then two free throws in the ball for Phoenix. Well, that's good news, bad news for both teams right there, Stu. Lakers TV on the call right there. Look, any contact with the groin is unnecessary. I mean, really, there's no necessary contact with the groin, just to be fair. But you watch this replay, and Anthony Davis taking a jumper, kicks out his right foot and kicks Jay Crowder right there. And Crowder goes down, and the refs look at it and say, flagrant one, absolutely there was intent. Probably should have been a flagrant two when Anthony Davis gets kicked out of the game. I mean, really, if they had called a flagrant two, there's no, there's no defending it because AD clearly goes in and gives that big kick, and you know exactly what he was trying to do. And that's a flagrant, and that's a flagrant two, and it probably should have been an ejection. And his stat line should have been zero, zero, and zero. Now, you could say, I'm glad he's being aggressive. He, wasn't, he wouldn't have kicked anybody in the groin in game one. He's kicking people in the groin in game two. No, but that's really that's the, the, the video they show officials and they go, can you just give us an example of what a flagrant two would be? Yes, here it is. Here's Anthony Davis kicking Jay Crowder right in the groin. So, uh, yeah, that's a flagrant two. But at the very least, I give the NBA the nod because they have forever just said, you know, we're not, uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna kick our stars out of games. We're just not gonna do it. We're not. LeBron James had some kind of, you know, the COVID. Was it safe? Was it not? No, no, no. LeBron's good. He can play. He's all good. No, LeBron can play. No, it's it's very murky and mysterious, but it's okay. We're not gonna keep LeBron James out of a game. We're not gonna kick Anthony Davis out of. It's a playoff game. We're not gonna kick AD out. Are you kidding? We're not gonna kick Anthony Davis out. We need this series to go seven. We need the Lakers. But any star, this would have happened for. It happened happened tonight for. Anthony Anthony Davis, if it happened for Chris, Call, uh, Chris Paul or Devin Booker, same thing would have happened. They, they're not going to kick the stars out of the game. They did the right thing, flagrant one. And, and, and that's part of the reason why you have flagrant one and flagrant two, because if something happens egregious where they don't want to kick a guy out of the game, they can clearly just say flagrant one, and that's where we're moving on from. I mean, this was. This is the definition of flagrant two. And they, and they probably should have kicked them out of the game, and they didn't. But this is the NBA. They don't kick stars out of the game, and at least they're very open with it. They don't want to hide it. They don't want to sit back and say, you know, if we try to get away with this, this might work. No, no, they're very open and go, yeah, listen, these are superstars. They get to play the whole game. But what if they didn't? No, no, no. Did you hear me? They get to play the whole game. That's how it works. Uh, the definition for flagrant foul. Unnecessary contact committed by a player against the opponent. Okay, Was cool. unnecessary. That's penalty one. Mm-hmm. Flagrant two. Unnecessary and excessive contact committed by a player. I, I would say that kick uh, probably qualifies. It was excessive. Uh, it like was every, excessive. Everybody that's like, and, I, and I've seen it, it's beyond stupid to think that this is the case. Uh, look, I don't read intent. I don't know what's going on in the man's mind. I'm just watching a game. And I watched a, a leg kick that I don't know that I've ever seen from an Anthony Davis before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, against a guy that clearly, you know, the whole thing for Anthony Davis was he's got to be more aggressive, right? Wasn't aggressive enough in game one. Talked to him after the game. And as we're sitting here, I, I've got my closed captioning on. I saw the word aggressive go up at least twice uh, in the Q&A uh, as they got it started. So certainly there. Uh, he would have finished because uh, he still would have gotten his free throw on whatever the foul was on Jay Crowder there. 
Uh, but note that he did pick up his second foul pretty shortly thereafter, uh, and he didn't see another foul <laughs> until mm-hmm. very, very late in the game. So, you know, again, the, what contact are you allowing? What are you not? Uh, and, and you flow through. They get a victory. Hard-fought win. Great for the Suns. They battled. Chris Paul is hurt. That's a story that's going to thread through going forward because it's another year where Chris Paul is on the sideline and seeing what he can do. Uh, Cameron Payne did his best, had a big game, but not enough. Uh, Kept it close, but they go out and it feels like a kick to the nether regions because they played hard, (laughs) had a shot, and just couldn't get over late. It is. It is a. It is a huge kick to the nether regions. And if the Lakers didn't win this game, they weren't going another game this series. It was everything went their way, and they still had to sweat out this victory over a Suns team that was playing with a diminished Chris Paul, and it wasn't their night. But the Lakers win the game. They have to win, even though AD shouldn't have been playing in it. We got more on the big night in the NBA coming up next. We got Rick Buecher as well on the way. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 